sports editor is very grateful to chat to legendary coach uh, and cricket player, and but a person who's really inspired me for for how he goes about things in the form of Grant Morgan. Grant, really good to chat to you. Thank you so much for your time. And as I mentioned, you know we've known each other for a few years now, but you always seem to handle any obstacle that's thrown your way. Is that just sort of part of your coaching philosophy? You know, you always seem to get the better out of the situation. Yeah, Ronnie, um, thank you for that. Um, kind words um, and, and sometimes too kind. Um, no, but, you know, in my career, it's been, it's, it's just been a case of, you know, you, you, you want to maximize the potential of of every person that you coach and every team that you coach. So just by default, you know, wherever you go to and whatever obstacles you you, you face, you, 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 you think of, of, of what a difference it can make to that particular team at that time hmm. and um, that particular individual at that time, you know, and um, the only three reasons I coach a, a team is, is for them to be the best they can be, um, for them to um, be able to come back in 10 years' time for your reunion and say those are the best times of our lives and, and three, uh, you know, for those people to actually say, um, that guy cared about me more than more than what he cared about himself, and he cared about the team more than what he cared about himself. So those are my three mantras that I that I blindly follow, and it, it just it just kind of like falls into place. Um, uh, you know, when I when I go to the next challenge, it's, it's kind of like a, just the default template situation. No, that's awesome to hear, Grant. Sure, that that's that's yeah, that's rare, I think. But anyway, <laughs> it's good to hear what you're saying. Um, but Grant, I just want to touch on, on Scotland for a bit, and you know that's actually been a, a start to watch. Um, they've just been growing and doing so so well. Um, and whilst you were there, there must have been a desire amongst the players as well, um, and almost like an expectancy to to take on the big teams and, and do well against them. Yeah, look, that was something that um, already before uh, I joined. I mean, Shane Berger joined. Shane started three months before I came along to join him, and. Um, to be fair, before that, uh, the previous coaching staff had already um, set up some uh, some special things in terms of um, you know beating England um, in in Scotland, um, uh, uh, you know at, at, the, at, at the, the the field there in Edinburgh. Um, you know that was special. So they had started carving out a little bit of a, a legacy for themselves, but um, you know our, dis- our our discussions from the time we arrived, obviously. Um, you know, um, uh, along the lines of trying to qualify for the T20 and the 50 over World Cups, um, obviously just around before COVID hit. And, you know, we managed to do that in Dubai, um, not not too convincingly, to be honest. We we kind of like just slipped in, but we still got the job done, um, finishing, I think, fifth or sixth and, and getting those six um, qualifying slots, those positions. And and the talk from that time onwards, you know, once we got through that and, and we started our 50 over campaign, which is still running at the moment when I was still on board and it's, it's carried on now, was was aimed at, at not just beating our contemporaries in the in the in 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 the, in the league two and and in the in the qualifying tournaments etc., but um, gunning for those top 12 nations and top eight nations in the 50 over and T20 respectively and. That became a, a, an intense focus, and um, that's how we geared our training. You know, not uh, to take, to try and take on, and want to take on the best, um, and 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 at their best, and 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 measure ourselves accordingly. Sure. And I think I think Scotland, you know, they they came unstuck in a in a in a in a, in a main draw, but to, to beat Bangladesh and, and get in was a huge achievement. 
So it was indeed um, a grind. And to, to see, like, you know, Scotland, you know, when they qualified for the Super 12, I, I think they played really, if I can call, neat cricket. Um, and yes, it was a bit of a, a tough um, task in, in the group stage there. But you have to be impressed with, with the, almost the grittiness, if I can call it that. Yeah, right. You know, the the, the one thing you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna get uh, not get from a Scotland side is full commitment, great fielding, good plans, um, total um, dedication to to their respective roles and to the role of uh, you know the team the, the team plan. Um, no one no one will will put the, themselves above the team and and they will you know Scotland the brave. You know, it really is that they. <laughs> They, they, they. Some, you know, maybe it was just, a, it was a skill thing when they were undone by, by, by India, Afghanistan. They were just, you know, they were blown away a little bit in, in some of those games. But, you know, they did, they did compete deeply in others, and you're always going to get that from a Scottish side. Uh, and you know what? Uh, with a little bit more luck on the day, you know, you know that that game against the, uh, I think it was the, the Afghanistan game with those LBWs just mm. hitting leg stump a couple of times, maybe quite tight ones another day, one or two of those things, just go your way and, and, and then you get into a tournament. So, you know, I, I think they've, um, that's what you're going to get from them and, and they, they, they believe they can beat the big guys and, and they'll, they'll have their day. They're maybe not more often than not right now, but they will have their day every every calendar year where they'll knock over one or two or maybe even three of the big guns um, through that brand of cricket that you, that you said neat and and disciplined and brave. Yeah, I know. I think it's very exciting times, and I think when people see Scotland playing, they're actually going to want to watch it. So it it's good. It's good for them. But uh, Grant, let's just turn our attention to to South Africa, and you know, it's it maybe a, a bittersweet. You know, some people saying yes, Africa did well. Some people saying no, South Africa did terribly. I, I think South Africa did quite well. Um, but if if you feel where could we have maybe done a little bit better um, in terms of our, our game, what is our game management our approach to the series? Where do you think South Africa could have done just a little bit better? Yeah, you know, I do think they did well. You can never say, you know, I'd hate to be a part of a cricket team and a part of a of a of a nation or uh, where 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 um, a four out of five um, uh, scenario uh, win scenario isn't yeah. isn't a good a good effort. I mean, shit, this is international sport. And then beating sides like in England along the way, you know, um, who have been probably the form side other than Pakistan um, in world cricket and, and, and uh, the, the 50 over world champions. Um, that's a great effort. Uh, nonetheless, we, we still live with that scar tissue, unfortunately, of the nation that has been hurt by all those things that have happened in these World Cup games, T20 and 50 over, probably more so 50 over. Until we do win something, I'm afraid that, that that's not going to the, the the public aren't going to let the side off. <laughs> Which means that um, you know you're always going to face the criticism, unfortunately. And, and until like the box, you know they've given us three World Cups. Until you actually shed the tag, um, and 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 this time round again, uh, probably the thing we have to live with is uh, uh, why does it take a, a crisis? You know. Um, uh, I always use the term, why must you get cancer to, to realize that, um, you know, it's, it's good to be alive? Why must you only appreciate it after you've had cancer? Why must you maybe get motor neuron disease like Yerster to suddenly realize, you know, well, batting's not that much of pressure. Well, you know, try batting with motor neuron disease. That's just slightly, slightly worse, you know. So 
Why did it seem like maybe our batters were were were, were worrying more about their own um, rhythm and 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 pace of their knocks to maybe get into innings than? Uh, and I'm not saying it was the case. Then maybe it seemed that they were ready to pull the trigger for for the team a little bit more. And you know, um, that's maybe where we could have improved in in the batting side of things. Uh, yeah. I thought the bowlers did a great job. There just seems to be this 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 slight sort pattern and. And and thing going around that maybe batting wise it's a little bit of a of a more of a individual struggle than a unified uh, team effort. You know, everyone there can pull the trigger and bat, and it just seems like there's a I don't want to call it selfishness, but a, a lack of a lack of belief maybe, and a lack of team uh, team trigger uh, pulling the trigger together type scenario. And, uh, it shouldn't have taken some kind of a a, 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 a thing with Quinny or something to to shake us up and wake us up. Yeah, no, hey, you hit the nail on the head there, Grant. That's a very good um, way of looking at it. Um, sure. Yeah, that, that trigger is, is a very good word to use there. But Grant, um, just on your your career, and I find it very fascinating because not many people have this, but you're actually a level four coach, um, and I find it fascinating the things that. You seem to be able to combine the fact that you've got a level four qualification, but you've got your such good experience as well. Um, and you seem to make that like, a, you turn that into a real success story. Because maybe I've missed it, but a level four coach, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, a level four coach doesn't always have the, the sort of savvy that you've got. I, I don't know if I'm making sense of my question here. Um, how do you get it right in the sense that you've got a level four? But you man manage so so well. How do you do that? Yeah, you know, I suppose I was blessed uh, with the fact that I started coaching very young. So a lot of my coaching career was was in tandem with my playing career. So you know, I got my level three when I was 22 years old. You you can't really do that anymore. You, because I was working for EPTEC, you can only really get it at 25 now. I was probably a little bit younger then, but I still had probably made enough of an impression on, on my on my union for them to nominate me, you know, and my level four I got in two thousand and one, you know, when I when I was how old was I then? I was probably thirty. So I also got that quite young and that's a national nomination. So I'm very honored by those. But the main thing is that I was still playing cricket at, at that stage. I mean obviously I was only just, you know, starting out my first class career when I got mm. my level three. And I worked for the cricket union then EP while I was playing. And then in my time at Northerns, when I, I was there at the academy for seven years, and you know I coached some massive cricketers there. And, and then I worked at various clubs too, you know. And and, and through that time, uh, uh, in the first four years of my coaching career, when I won various local and national trophies, the like Tickies and Pretoria High School Old Boys and TUT, etc. Um, I was a player coach, so. You know, I managed to integrate the 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 the, the playing and the coach uh, and, the, and the coaching. Uh, be still 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 having been active with both. I think that helped me get the momentum into my coaching career, and 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 I could still influence the game with my own performances. I could understand what was going on on the field while I was co- a player coach, and I think it's that really player coach type um type role that 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 elevated me. Um, quickly into into understanding the man management side and 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 being able to understand the the balance between getting guys' roles right and focusing on winning, but also focusing on the individual within that. You know, understanding and having time to chat to the individual and and, and still 
not 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 just make it win at all costs, um, make it win with with a lot of love and care. So, and I, I think that's that's the legacy I might have left for a guy like Shane Berger because when I got him to England, I immediately gave him. He was basically like my assistant coach and captain. So he also had that kind of um, impetus into his career, you know, and his coaching career. So I think it's that that very type of, of role when you're a player coach, which which made it easier for me. Sure. That's an interesting story, Grant. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think that the experience that you have accumulated is, is priceless. It really, really is. And I think everyone that you've come across from coaching perspective has just benefited from it. It's, it's really good to see. But yeah, Grant, you you found yourself now in the Eastern Cape, and and how are things going? Yeah, I'm, 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 I coach a club here called Jindamark United, which is the first uh, which I, I was involved with in 2016 when I was assistant coach of the Warriors. Mm. Um, well, I couldn't go to a lot of the games. I had a dual role then too, just to build up my salary over here, and that's what EP also wanted. You know, I wanted a, a emphasis on on that side of it in the townships and that. And then I'm also the high performance coach link in, in EP. So I link up like the under 19th academy and Colts squads and the, the guys who are left over. I look after that bunch of guys and that system, the link to, into the Warriors. So, you know, that's obviously, I, I, I took up those, those, uh, I first just came back as a hub coach, to be honest, and worked for Gendermark United. But since I've been elevated, that's when I came back to look after my mom when I was in Scotland. You know, a huge decision to leave mm, Scotland. Mm. Not necessarily what I wanted to do, but, you know, my mom's 77 years old now, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what COVID, COVID was a totally new thing. So she struggled to cope on her own, yeah. And it was unsafe for an older person to be running around doing things. So it was it was a tough decision for me, but also an, an easy decision in another way, you know. But... um. I've, I've, I've managed to do that job properly and, 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 and things have settled now with COVID. So that's the role for now and let's see where, where maybe, you know, the next challenge comes. Yeah, well, hats off to you for making that decision, Grant. It's, it's never easy, never straightforward. But yeah, I think it's your family is also very, very important. So yeah, well done to you, Grant. It's really, really good. But, you know, you mentioned that you obviously get involved with the club there and East Province Cricket as a whole. Um, is there sort of, a good question in the sense that they, they want you to get, get trophies <laughs> just to give your time and then you know you're so successful. Is there also that sort of desire, so to say, that one or two trophies come along the way? Yeah, no, I think there has to be. You know, you can only really develop skill and, and capacity in a winning culture, you know, or an attempted winning culture. I think you have to, you have to um, throw a winning culture at things. Mm. And, and and try win. Uh, that, that that's all the way from 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 very young. You know, from even even under nine, ten, eleven cricket, you are playing a game to win. Uh, the 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 big the big uh, key element is not to do it at all costs to teach all the all the all the good traits of sportsmanship, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But nonetheless, I mean, we play games to win, and and we have to inculcate that into our children and our teams, and. Um, now that's why we play games. Uh, you, you you play it to to enjoy, you know, and you only you only probably really enjoy it truly when when you have a, a, a well contested game or when you win, you know. If if all games were walkovers and and you were never really tested, it, uh, uh, and or if you lost all the time, that, that's not what it's about. So, you know, I think 
in South Africa, probably we can we can take a little bit of, of a little bit of a foot off the gas with regards to to winning at all costs. I think sometimes mm. it rears its ugly head at school level, etc., and at junior club level, all club level, whatever. But we we have to have coaches and people who can teach teams to win the right way, and 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 it doesn't it doesn't have to be soft, uh, but it doesn't have to be hard and ugly. I think that's half of the art of coaching to to develop winning cultures and try win trophies and games in and amongst allowing people to have a great time and allowing to appreciate the sheer privilege of competing and, and, and understanding the, 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 the value of, 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 of winning well and losing well. You know, that is coaching um, uh, in, in, a, in, in, a, in a nutshell, you know, and not all, not all coaches or people or systems can do that. And, and we have to focus more on, 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 on being able to do that and, and, and being able to, 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 to do it well, you know? No, for sure, God. Yeah, no, you, I, you uh, make so much sense what you're saying. And I think that also is very important, like you said, to become a successful coach is getting a culture right. Because, um, yeah, if it is one at all costs and you've lost the plot, and then the guys need to learn how to lose because that's just how you build character. So yeah, it, it's it's an interesting conversation. I always think it's a very necessary conversation to have with a lot of coaches. But yeah, I think you you've got it right. So we'll keep going. Um, but talking about different structures, um, your thoughts on the, the CSA structure? You know, with sort of Division One, Division Two. It's been it's been a lot of cricket played, and there's been a lot of high scoring matches. What I've seen so far, your thoughts there? Yeah, just uh, uh, high scoring matches uh, with regards to our local competition. Yes, yes, yeah. In, in four days. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and yes, this new um, this new um, format um, has opened the door to probably uh, a lot of youngsters again. It's 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 probably also eased our our our, our whole color color issue. You know, it's 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 widened the net. Um, the return of of the of the Colpack guys has has given it a feeling of quality again. Um, um, even though the teams have, have, have become more, you know, so it's, the watered down effect has been um, has been kind of like laid to to rest. Uh, I don't think people have to worry too much about that. As long as as long as the money is equitably kind of like um, uh, spread uh, across across the board, yeah. uh, I think it's very important that we don't just throw the the the, the seven uh, uh, lower teams into a a position where they can never, they can never actually compete and 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 and, and have a crack upwards, yeah. or that when they get up, they they immediately going to be um, condemned to going down again. I, I do think there must be uh, more investment into the bottom teams, um, so that so that it's not just a, it's not just kind of like a fake type of a, a system where you actually don't want anything to change, you know. Uh, the example being that um, you know if trans if say the Lions and the Titans have two three shocking years, um, hey, obviously yeah, imagine not having a test match at the Wonders, or imagine that Limpopo and Kaiser in England go up and suddenly, well then you must develop stadiums there, you know, and and you must and you must give those guys a chance, and you can't obviously no one wants to see the Wonders not host a test match or see the lines in the second division, but that's the very system that you set up. So I just hope that it's not just a window dressing type scenario where um, the the lesser teams are, you, you face a mountain to climb in any case, are kind of like condemned to just 
staying down there and 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 uh, it doesn't really excite the uh, the whole system uh, uh, too much by by drawing players there and, and and having a fair chance. So I think I think uh, yes, it's, it's looking exciting at the moment. Nobody quite knows what's going to happen or. Uh, these next two years before the relegation stuff um, sets in could be quite hair-raising. Um, but I just hope that, that it's, it's going to be, you know, that the, that the money is divided equally amongst, amongst uh, from, especially from CSA, to those who need it. Obviously, the individual provinces, if they can get greater sponsorships from within the area, they can, they can do that. So places like Joburg and, and that, you have, that have the money, they, they are at a huge advantage. But... Um, yeah, um, that, that's my view on it. Sure. No, Grant, you summarised it very, very well there, and I think it's also very good uh, thoughts there that you've put in. Very interesting. And I agree with you that the bottom sides do need a bit of a, a boost, so to say, because you know, otherwise it is going to be difficult. But Grant, you, you, like I mentioned before, you are a people person and you work really hard, but I mean, Shana, do you ever, do you manage time for yourself? Do you find time for yourself at all? Yeah, it's, it's quite tough. Eh? I mean, it's, 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 it's quite tough uh, in terms of, you know, sometimes people think that cricket coaches are, are paid these vast amounts of money. I mean, I have earned good money probably a couple of times in my career. I mean, um, the IPL when I worked for RCB was, mm-hmm. was a time when, you know, I can truly say that over that six-week period I earned commensurately more money than I maybe ever have earned, you know, for mm-hmm. that period of time. Um, you know, when you work for the Dolphins and you're the head coach there, but it is, uh, even, even the Durban Heat didn't really, it, uh, that didn't work out um, to be a, a very well-paid exercise um, for, for various reasons, which, which I'm, I'm not complaining about. But mm. I, I don't think people realize, I mean, cricket and soccer, I mean, rugby and soccer are, are different sports. And then they're also the smaller unions. But, you know, your highest-paid cricket coaches are probably earning... A, a, a substantially less than your middle or lower paid rugby coaches and um, sure. you're not even going to start with soccer. So yeah. what, what it does there is, and cricket also isn't just a 90-minute game. I know those coaches and, 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 and work excessively, excessively hard to in soccer and rugby, um, not taking anything away from them by any means. But they don't play for four days in a row, three days at a time. Yeah. You know, there are those challenges to people being away from your family, um, you know, uh, cricket coaching is also quite a takes quite a toll on your body. You know, a rugby coach functions generally with his whole team, and they play. Whereas in cricket, you coach individually too. Yeah. You know, you, you throw to a batsman. A, a golf a golf coach does not hit the ball for his golf player. A rugby coach does not kick the ball for his player. But a a cricket coach will hit catches. He will throw. So it takes its toll, and, and earning money off, off individual coaching and things, if you need to do it, is time-consuming, and, and takes, it takes its toll too. But hey, it's a passion, but it's something you must stay mentally and physically fit to be able to, to execute. And, you know, the sun also, the, it might sound silly what I'm saying, but you're out in the sun, you know, you take yeah. a battering in terms of your skin, you, you know, the, 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 the summer sport, um, so there are a lot of challenges, and uh, and the the, the time consuming nature of it is is huge. Me me never having been married though, um, through just the way that my life's gone, has, has made it easier for me to win the time battle compared to other coaches. I truly salute guys who've got families and juggle.
juggle the ball around with the game. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how they do it. Uh, I think where I've always managed to 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 win is being able to give the time, and I, I really salute the guys who who have families and have those kind of commitments, and they still manage to to coach cricket the way they do. I mean, I find them the real heroes. Yeah, I know. It's not a it's not a walk in the park. It really is a lot of work. And yeah, you're talking from experience again, so it's interesting. Really interesting. But yeah, I've got a few more questions left, Grant. And um, yeah. just the one is, you know, who do you feel is the world power at cricket at the moment? You know, whether it be with a white ball, red ball, who do you feel standing out for you at the moment and putting a hand up and saying, you know, look out for these guys? Yeah, look, I mean, if New Zealand are probably the most coachable nation in the world with the most humble cricketers who want to learn. Mm. Um, and, and arguably, other, over all the formats, maybe the most consistent team. I think there's a real there's a real compression into a couple of teams now. Um, I think Pakistan. I mean, look, they're always up and down, but I think they're really starting to consolidate um, across formats now. Um, but we still got to fine tune their test game a little bit. But you know, it's exciting just to see the lethal, uh, mind-boggling talent that they have across yeah. the board. Is is I mean, they they've always been one of my favourites. It's funny, you know, people always say, they talk about, uh, just to highlight the fact, they talk about the great batsman post-90 and you go Ponting, Tendulkar, Lara, who obviously are great, you know, mm. and Callis and, 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 and Hayden and, 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 and Steve Waugh. But, you know, you don't often hear about Muhammad Yusuf and, and Yunus Khan and Inzamah Mulak. Sure. Uh, you know, Inzamah Mulak averaging close to 50 uh, yeah. within a day's birth of, you know, Mohamed Yusuf, mid-50s, Yunus Khan. So, so you know, Pakistan uh, with their talent is, uh, India obviously with their resources and their, 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 their financial influence over the game and their huge talent pool, development of their fast bowlers in the last 15 years and just the IPL, they're, they're huge, England and Australia. So it's kind of like becoming... And, and I mean, we, 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 to be fair, we have receded a little bit, you know, we've been up there until, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we, we bounce back again. I mean, we've got amazing resilience, but you probably have to argue it's, it's, it's those sides that are now, um, at the forefront. And probably pound for pound, you've got to say New, New Zealand's probably the best system in the world, you know, where I think they've probably got what I call the mantra right, where, the system must be coached and the coach mustn't be the system. So sure. in, in many systems in South Africa, sometimes it, it, it relies on a certain coach to come in and make a, and, and then things fall away again when that, that coach mm -hmm. leaves, you know, mm -hmm. um, even in the strongest of our franchises and that. But we have to try to set up a, a scenario where the system is coached. So say a, 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 if a great coach, say a, a Justin Langer or, or whatever, or Chris Silver would lose the system. It doesn't take a knock. The next guy seamlessly comes in and the system's still intact and he might just um, tweak one or two things, but the, the system doesn't suffer. Whereas I think this, the, the countries that get it wrong a little bit is where the, the, it seems like the coach is, is, the, is the main thing. Uh, uh, it should be more the other way around where the system is coached. So I think Got a long story short. Great credit to New Zealand for the humility, the coachable nature of their players, the 
the hungriness to information, the respect, um, and, and just the execution of, of what they do uh, relative to their resources. I'd say they probably the greatest cricketing nation in the world, pound for pound, and, and deserve huge respect for what they achieve. No, for sure, because, I mean, it, it, it makes so much sense. They, they've been in four of the five available finals, you know. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible with such a small nation. So they've definitely, you know, I agree with you, so they've got the system in place and the coach followed that system. Do you think, um, and I'm just taking a shot in the dark here, do you think Mark Batch is also trying to sort of set that type of thing up? Well, I hope so. I mean, just to look at New Zealand again, if you look at the the, the setup, there's actually three very, I mean, other Rob Walter, high profile, but three of the New Zealand provinces have actually been coached by, by South Africans who not many people might know too much about. Mm. Heinrich Milan, who worked, he worked with me at Tuckies, I coached when he was at the Northern Academy. He coached Central Districts and now Auckland. Um, Anton Rue and Rob Walter. Anton was also at the Northern's Academy, and Rob was the physio at Northern's and then became the coach. They were involved at Otago. Alden Smith, who also worked at the Titans, worked, I worked with Alden. These are all just normal South Africans who actually played a role there. It just shows that the humility and the, and the coach, coach, coachability of the, of, the, of the New Zealand system. And yes, you know, Mark Boucher can't do it alone. He needs support from CSA. You know, we must start mm. working out who our best coaches are. We must have a coaching plan for guys and not just get guys thrown thrown against the wall and, and manipulated, you know, and, 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 and hurt. Um, yeah, it, it, there's got to be a little bit more consistency in, in how we go about accrediting our coaches and how we go about utilizing them um, and, and not just a willy-nilly type um, um, put the hand in the hat and just pull it out, you know, there's this... There's, it's got to be a little bit more, and that's where the, the, the CSA could come into play by creating some kind of a, of a, of a seeding system on people. And that, that's how they work in, in New Zealand, you know. And um, the hence Rob Walters gone from Otago now to Wellington. Heinrich Milan went from Central Districts to Auckland. Alden Smith's gone across. They utilize coaches uh, in, in, in a way where they, they, they don't just throw them out, you know. You don't just go and coach the Lions or... or Think of a Dave Nosworthy, a guy who's been around, and then suddenly uh, when he's close to 50 or in his late 40s, he's just, all that experience is just thrown away. Ray Jennings, uh, and hence we can go on and on and talk about people that, that aren't involved anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow, Grant, yeah. It's very interesting times in cricket, and I think there's, yeah, lots, lots to look forward to, but also lots to, I think, maybe be uncovered, which will be interesting to see. But Grant, as we sort of draw towards an end, South Africa playing India, um, I think it's a three-test match series um, at home. And South Africa to win that one, what do you think? Yeah, it's very interesting that, you know, because India actually looked a little bit tired, I think, um, mm. at the World Cup. They definitely have all the all the ammo. I mean, their pace attack just looked a little bit tired. Bumrah and these guys, these guys are really looked overworked. Um, the South Africa at home are, are tough. It's an interesting one because obviously we're also going through some 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 batting, you know, some batting stuff at the moment where things have to settle. Look, Nokia and Rabada are excellent. Um, um, opening attack and Keshav Maharaj is settled in um, and we, we will be able to add on good, good, good 
team support there. Mm. So I think South Africa, it'll be, I think it's an evenly uh, kind of like contested uh, series. You'll have a lot of hungry Indian batters who have achieved away from home in the last while. So Kohli will be will be really hungry uh, after shedding off uh, the white ball captaincy on that to make an impact and get, get hundreds again. Rohit will be wanting to do well. Punt and these guys are excellent at Deja as a spinning all-rounder. So I think, I think uh, and Kyle Rahul, I think it'll be an evenly matched series. Maybe uh, slight favourites, uh, us at home, but we've, we've got a lot of other, other, you know, scar tissue we have to shed off as well. So it'll be a good one. It will be indeed. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. I'm glad there's also a kick on the go. It's awesome. But Grant, thank you so much for your time. Always, always a pleasure to chat to you with about cricket or, or life. You really have got so much valuable uh, resources and experience to chat through. So thank you so much, Grant. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Ryan. All the best, Dad. Thanks for the call, my mate.